Hello, it's Bernard Nomberg with the Nomberg Law Firm in Birmingham, Alabama. Each week, we have interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise. On this episode of the Nomberg Law Live podcast, Birmingham attorney Susan Hahn is my guest. Susan is a task force state of Alabama health and wellness uh, member and co-chair, and we talk about health and well-being for attorneys. May is Attorney Health and Wellbeing Month, and this is such an important topic for anyone. We think you'll really enjoy this informative episode. Uh, thank you for p- tuning in to the Nomberg Law Live podcast. If you like this episode, please consider giving us a five-star rating and a review, and subscribing will ensure that you get each podcast as they come out on a weekly basis. Thank you again. everybody. I want to welcome you to our weekly Nomberg Law Live Conversations. I do these each Tuesday at 10 o'clock. And what I like to say is it's interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise. And I'm so pleased to have my friend and colleague, Susan Hahn, as my guest today. Susan, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We've been chatting for just a little bit before we got started, but it is the month of May is Wellness, Attorneys Wellness Month. And that means a lot to many people in our state. And Susan has got a lot of information that she's going to share with us that I think will be very beneficial. And you don't have to be an attorney to uh, appreciate some of the things that she's going to share. But Susan, I know that with the state bar, you're a co-chair of one of the task force and you're involved in another committee as well. So let's talk about those first. Let's talk about the state bars task force first, if you will. Sure, that task force was formed several years ago um, and uh, has been continued for the past, I'd say three years or so, maybe a little bit longer. Um, I have been co-chair for the past two years. Last year, I was co-chair with Emily Hornsby and Brandon Buck, and they were it was a fabulous team to work with. Um, this year, um, I've been co-chair with Emily Hornsby and Brenda Brown-Green, and Christy Cohen has also been a vice chair. And again, another wonderful team of folks to work with. We have over 60 people on the task force all throughout the state uh, and uh, several subcommittees, uh, a CLE subcommittee, a long-term planning subcommittee, a social media subcommittee and uh, a website content uh, subcommittee and uh, have, you know, it's a great team of folks. Um, and another big subcommittee we have is the Wellness Month subcommittee and they've been planning for um, the month of May, which nationally is rect- recognized as um, Mental Mental Health Awareness Month. And um, and the state bar has adopted it as wellness month. That was something that Christy Crow was really passionate about last year. And Bob Methvin wanted us to continue that this year as well. So um, we are starting with wellness month, um, just in, you know, coming up soon. <laughs> well, I know that Christy did a, a really fine job last year. I was fortunate to be asked to be one of the, the guests on her weekly uh, show that she did and really did a very nice job of 
showing the need for balance in a person's life, regardless mm -hmm. of your profession or what you do uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. And she was able to present a lot of different people from different walks of life and what was made it, uh, I guess, gave them the balance that they needed. Now, with May being a wellness month, what, I guess, can you share with us? Are there any organized events or activities or ways for people to get involved? Well, the first thing that we have coming up, and it's actually before May, um, it's on April 28th, we have um, Professor Lyle Baker of Suffolk, Suffolk University, and he, he teaches a course on positive psychology. Um, he is going to be giving us a CLE presentation, a one-hour CLE presentation free to all State Board members on insights from applied positive psychology for lawyers. Okay. Uh, and if, for those of you who don't know what positive psychology is, it's a branch of psychology that involves the study of um, and promotion of well-being. So, you know, a lot of times we think about um, psychology involving fixing what is broken, while positive psychology focuses on um, our strengths, our virtues, um, you know, focusing on what is not broken. <laughs> And bringing those those things out, um, so nurturing what is best within us is a is a way of looking at it. Um, and I've I've gotten a sneak preview of what he has to offer, and it is a really fun presentation. It's going to be tomorrow, um, from twelve to one, and you can go to the uh, Alabama State Bar website. It's on that first page to sign up. Really easy, um, and you know, free CLE credits um, and a, a fun way to spend your lunchtime hour. So I highly recommend it. That's excellent. So that's tomorrow at midday. Yes. Uh, Susan, in the comments section to our, our talk today, I have put the links that you sent, thank you, to the health and wellness section of the Alabama State Bar website, Great. as well as the Mindfulness and Law Society uh, link, the Alabama chapter. And we're going to get to both of those. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more but I wanted to stay for just a minute about some of the other, I'm trying to maybe put you on the spot, any other <laughs> events that may be coming up or should people go to one of these links to see maybe what's on the calendar? Definitely, I encourage you to look at the, the wellness page. You can also go to the Alabama State Bar Facebook page because we'll be posting uh, related events through that. But base, we're gonna, um, and through the scoop, you know, which I think comes out every Monday from the State Bar, um, there'll be links also to the, some wellness activities. But there's an, a calendar that's been developed just encouraging, you know, health and wellness activities for the entire month of May. Monday is Mindfulness Monday. Um, and, and the task force, um, with the help of the Mindfulness and Law Society, will be offering a free 10-minute meditation every Monday around the noontime hour. Um, Emily Hornsby, and um, who is one of the co-chairs of the task force, as well as one of the, the as well as the chair of the Alabama Mindfulness and Law Society, will be um, one of the people offering uh, the guided meditation. And she's wonderful. She does a wonderful job. And then um, Lynn Hogwood from Cumberland School of Law also is a wonderful uh, mindfulness meditation. Um, leader and so she'll also they'll be alternating each week but it's just 10 minutes of your day and for those of you who are beginners it's a nice way to kind of try things out with no real commitment um, they'll send out a zoom link 
um, and you wait till everybody logs on and then just briefly lead folks in a guided meditation. I normally turn off my camera because I just don't like to be watched <laughs> when I'm meditating. So it's not, you know, it's no pressure. They, they even normally say, if you want to turn off your camera, no big deal. Some people don't, but um, it's a great way to learn a little bit about meditation, which is a, um, you know, a, it's a wonderful resource to have if you can learn how to kind of just stop in the middle of the day, breathe, and um, it's, it's a good way to just kind of calm sometimes our anxious mind that we can have, you know, in the practice of law. Well, it's, and these are benefits to members who are Alabama State Bar members. Yes. And probably not nearly enough people take advantage uh, of these benefits and so many others that the State Bar offers, not just with health and wellness, but I'm wondering how often or how um, what a percentage of our state bar members, which is probably about 18,000 or so by now, actually are aware that they can go to the state bar's website and just do a little digging. It doesn't take very long to find out things like this, that that's what your dues go to pay for. And yeah. it's, it's, Susan, I know you know this as well as anyone, it's so important whether your profession is a lawyer and you have a private practice or you work at a wherever, whatever you do in the practice of law, mm -hmm. there's going to be stress involved. And it's for, for most professions. And David, my brother-in-law partner, and I learned a long time ago that it is a mindset to have a certain, I guess, lifestyle. And so at the end of each week, when I'm looking at my next week's calendar, I schedule in, I actually put on my calendar what times of each of the days I'm taking a break. And what I mean by that is whether I'm going hiking, biking, lifting weights, walking, whatever it is, it, it could be a 10 minute nap. I mean, it's this, I've, I've scheduled my naps sometimes. <laughs> I'm ashamed to say it. But the point <laughs> is it, it, it has to start with a mindset. Yeah. And I know that you and Emily and, and you guys do such a great job of, for the members who actually participate in the different events, you, it's, it's, you don't have to be an expert in anything. You can be quite a novice. I mean, is it, isn't that fair? Because some people That's may be absolutely. intimidated. Well, and even, so my background, I, I'm not a mindfulness meditation teacher, but my background, you know, my interest in, in that started with yoga. And, um, and I did do my teacher's training for yoga, but when I go to classes to, well, I haven't been going as much during the pandemic just because of indoor spaces and whatnot, but. And as a side note, yoga <laughs> via Zoom is just weird to me. I've, I've done many uh, yoga uh, uh, rooms and I just can't, I can't connect. I, I, whether I'm on my porch and it's very quiet and it's just me and I'm looking and I got my music or wherever I may be, it's just, I don't know, that's just me. Others well, and I, I'm someone who likes group classes. I mean, I can, I can certainly do, you know, yoga in the privacy of my home, but I've always enjoyed the, um, I guess, the fellowship with the, the other folks um, in, in the yoga class. And I like having a guided class uh, and a teacher to adjust me and, um, but I typically go to, even though I can teach yoga, I, I love going to the beginner's classes that in the noontime hour, and you'll have people really um, of, of all ranges um, of, of you know, all, all skill levels. Um, but it's really, you know, it's, 
the nice thing about yoga is that it's not a competitive activity. So. And you have to have, and for those of you just starting, you have to have that mentality. You can't look around and say, oh, look at what they're doing. I, I can't do that. You can't compete. You have to look from within. And Absolutely. from what I've always heard and, and, and is that you're really, you're testing yourself. You're mm -hmm. testing your, yourself, not only physically, but also mentally, spiritually, et cetera. And if you really want to get something out of it, you're really just trying to improve upon uh, each time that you go, what you can do. But, but frankly, showing up is, is 90% of it because that's your attitude. That's your, your willingness. No one wants to be dragged to a yoga class <laughs> or a spin class. You have to have that mindset. And this mm -hmm. goes to the bigger picture of what we're talking about, mental health and wellness, is you have to be accepting and willing to do these things. And I know we're kind of talking a little bit about yoga, but it could be any type of, of exercise class or, or movement. It could be as simple as just walking. And Absolutely. It's for years, that's one of the things that gives me the greatest break is just getting out and getting into the woods and I've said this many times, Susan, I know you're aware of this, is that we have such a varied topography in the mid-state Alabama and all throughout our state, and we're blessed to have hundreds, if not thousands of miles of, of trail. And I have 11 miles directly behind my office, and that's one of the reasons why David and I moved here almost four years ago, is literally 50 feet from where I parked my car <laughs> the trailhead. And that's fantastic. I'm going there at three o'clock. If anybody wants to join me, come on. <laughs> we're going to do about four and a half to five miles today and or until my phone dies because I love listening to podcasts or music but uh it's just it's a it's a mindset it's a lifestyle and you have to get into it it is and you know speaking to the the walking we one of the challenges um during wellness month is walking Wednesdays <laughs> and so um and we started this last year uh and, and basically, we're just encouraging folks to walk for ideally 30 minutes, but even if you get 10 or 15 minutes in, that counts. Um, and, you know, if you want to do it with your colleagues, and you know, at work and just instead of um, eating at your desk, um, you know, and staying inside during lunch, do get up and walk for 30 minutes um, with one of your coworkers. Uh, you know, we've en encouraged, um, you know, larger firms to try to inspire um, their, their folks to get out during, during uh, the lunch break or any time during the day on a Wednesday to walk. Um, and we're going to have an opportunity for people to log in that, you know, you can log in that you walk for 30 minutes, or if you want to log in the distance that you walked. Um, and the folks that uh, log in the most time um, will be recognized <laughs> in the scoop, which is just kind of, you know, a little fun to get that recognition at the, at absolutely, the end of the month. Absolutely. You know what they say about publicity, none of it is bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Susan, one of the, the other things that David and I uh, bought into several years ago is your body is not made or designed to just sit no. and to be sedentary all day so we bought and of course you can't see it here but we bought these adjustable stand-up desks with pads to stand on as mm -hmm. well as um, many uh, treadmills for our desk so when the weather's bad and you can't get out and go do something we can you know at least walk on our treadmills 
but I probably stand between six and eight hours a day uh, in at my desk or just moving around. And I think it's just so vitally important that people move their body, whatever you do. Absolutely. And there's, I've heard there are numerous health benefits to, um, to having those standing desks. I have um, a work colleague here at the office who, who swears by it. And most of the time when I walk by her office, she's standing up. She is because she can adjust it and sit down if she wants, but almost, you know, always she's standing up and she loves it. She swears by it. There's well, actually um, at our, our website content folks with the, the task force recently published an article by Callie Mendenhall called straighten up how your posture affects your practice. And that's on the wellness page of the state bar website. It's a great oh, article. So. Well, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> sure that. That's great. Uh, the, the one thing I haven't, I don't think I have the coordination is to, is be on the, the treadmill while I'm at my stand up <laughs> desk and type. I can't, I, yeah, something, I, don't. I can't do that. I can do a lot of other things. I can talk on the phone. I can watch videos. I can do other productive things. But me walking and typing, that's a disaster. But that's, <laughs> that's my burden I've got to deal with. And guys, I'm talking with Susan Hahn with Red Mountain Law Group. We're talking about mindfulness and wellness for attorneys. May is Attorneys Wellness Month. And Susan is part of the Ta State Bar's Task Force. And she's sharing with us a bunch of resources. I've put the links to two different resources. One's from the State Bar. The other is mindfulness laws in law society uh alabama chapter and they're both very active uh committees and groups to provide resources for lawyers who may need it or may not realize they need it or may go kicking and screaming but then they realize this isn't such a bad thing but susan i guess i know this isn't just limited i know that the state bar uh things are limited to members of the state bar, but these things translate to, to any people who are interested in, in getting Absolutely. out and, and being active. I guess I, I want to, again, put you on the spot for just a minute or so to share some of your, maybe your philosophies or your firm's philosophies about not being so sedentary. What things do you do or what things do you see around the office with other uh, members of your firm who get out and go do? So like you, I, I love to walk and, and run sometimes. It just depends on whether I have time to fit in a, you know, a shower, <laughs> shower too. So, um, but I, um, I don't have a hiking trail because I work downtown um, right outside my office, but I do have a, a wonderful walking trail, Jemison Trail, right by where my daughters go to school. Oh, that's so fantastic. My favorite thing to do, if my schedule allows, is after I drop them off at school in the morning, is to try to get at least a 30-minute walk in. It's, a, it's good for the dog as well. So the dog will come with me through carpool, and, uh, and Jemison Trail has always been one of my favorite trails. And so um, that's how I love to start my day, if possible. On days that I, you know, am fitting in yoga, I don't typically do both. I'll do one or the other. Um, and unfortunately, I have not been practicing yoga as much as I would like, just because I do like doing it in a group setting, and it's been more challenging in the, during the pandemic. Um, but I do notice a difference in my day, in my focus, and just my general, you know, uh, well-being and, and how I feel, um, both physically and mentally. Um, when I just fit in a little bit of exercise, I think it, it makes a big difference. Um, and I also, um, I always, in, in January, I'll do um, 
a meditation challenge. I have the 10% happier app on my phone and my sister got me started on this several years ago. And, um, you, he just, they just try to challenge you to do 21 days of meditation within the month of January, but it's a great way to start off the year. And I can't say that I'm consistent with it all the time, but on days where I spend about 10 minutes, uh, doing either a guided meditation or just a meditation on my own. Um, I also notice just a difference and, you know, things just go more smoothly throughout the day. My focus and concentration is better. I'm a better listener. Um, you know, when I'm talking to clients, I'm not, you know, my mind's not wandering or, or when I'm just interacting with my colleagues, um, yeah, I just have better focus attention. Um, so those are things that I think really make a difference. Um, and, you know, life is busy. <laughs> and I think what you were saying, you know, having to schedule things, it really makes a difference for me. It's much easier if I, if I do my walks or any, my exercise in the morning, just because once I get home from work, it's kind of, it's very kid focused. And so it's, it's harder for me to um, um, fit, fit anything in exercise wise, but it, it really it, makes a difference. It, it does make a difference. And, and we're not just talking about exercise, but that's been our focus up to now, but obviously there is a nutrition component and then there's another component to me and that's sleep. And I have self um, titled, uh, given myself a, uh, a nickname of the mayor of Nap City. I love <laughs> a nap, whether it is 10 minutes or an hour, whatever it is, particularly on the weekends, but sleep is so vitally important for so many reasons. And I'm not medically trained. I just read a lot. And I have noticed with myself that if I get a good amount of exercise in a given day, I sleep better. I see, I sleep so much better. I'm, last night, I only got in a partial workout. We had a family event. I, guess I got in what I could, but I didn't sleep very well. And I know that had I been able to finish my workout, that would have helped. But for good reason, you know, you can't exercise every day all the time. But sleep is just so vitally important. And I can't help but think that the ability to either meditate, yoga, lift weights, whatever it is, whatever you can fit in, will help with those things. And I didn't know, Susan, if through the society or through the state bar, there was either a nutrition component or a sleep component that may be addressed for members. You know, we have certainly in some of the presentations like that the task force has put on, and even when we've done some of our... Um, uh, presentations on meditation and yoga, we address, you know, how both meditation and yoga can positive, positively affect your, your ability to sleep. Um, and in fact, I, you know, if, if I have too much going on, um, and my mind's racing, I can have, you know, insomnia and my husband's a physician and he, you know, one of the things that he said to me, he's like, all right, you haven't been sleeping as well, but you also haven't been doing yoga. <laughs> and when I do do yoga regularly, I sleep, I sleep way better. And same thing, and exercise also plays into it for sure. Just the, the walking or running um, or whatever, you know, your exercise of choices, you know, rock climbing, uh, just move, um, just move cycling. Body. My husband's yeah. a big, you know, mountain biker, you know, there's, you know, just movement. It, it's, it, it makes a big difference. Absolutely. And, and watching your caffeine intake, you know, um, I allow myself one cup of tea in the morning. Um, but if, if you drink caffeine all throughout the day, it's just gonna, you're gonna have trouble yep. shutting down. <laughs> you're, you're a lot more disciplined in that area than I am, but <laughs> husband, husband, he needs to come to the trails behind the JCC. 
there I, i'm not a, a mountain biker but there's some apparently he, he rides there for sure i mean he's at oak mountain most of the time but um on days where he has to do a shorter ride he definitely goes to jcc because it's not far from us so it's a great trail. Susan, some great information. I really appreciate you sharing these resources. Guys, I'm on the website right here, the Alabama State Bar, the health and wellness uh, section of the website, and it is, it's packed. There is so much great stuff here that there's wellness tools and resources, challenges, all kind of good stuff. So I really encourage everybody to go check that out. But again, Susan, thank you for your time. Thank you for, oh, absolutely. Your, for offering uh, and being on these committees and just helping others to learn what's out there, because a lot of people just, for whatever reason, may not be informed, but conversations like this, hopefully we'll get the word out just a little bit more. And one thing I'd love to share too, um, we do have a three-part series coming up that I, I think is going to be fabulous. Um, the first part is going to be at the end of May, talking about anxiety and depression. Um, we have Gina Thompson, um, who will be speaking about, she worked at Bradford for years and now has her own um, clinic. Um, and she'll be talking about coping mechanisms, recognizing if you have anxiety and depression, coping mechanisms, reducing the stigma. And then in June, we'll have um, the ALAP director, Jeremy Rakes and um, Mary O'Neill, who is um, a member of the state bar talking about addiction and substance abuse. And then uh, in August, we'll be having um, the SAM Foundation offering a two hour training on suicide awareness and prevention. Oh, so um, it's gonna be a great series. And again, these are all free CLEs. They'll be offered over Zoom. And um, the, the suicide prevention one is two hours, but the other two programs will be just one hour. So be on the lookout for those. They're, they're, the um, Alabama State Bar is offering those. Yes, and we also at the annual meeting will have um, uh, Dr. Fry and Christy Crow um, giving a presentation about um, avoiding burnout after post-pandemic. <laughs> well, I think we can do to, to um, work, work through that. So. I've interviewed Dr. Fry, Rachel, uh, before actually talking about how to deal with everyday life during the pandemic. Last May, Rachel and I spent about 30 minutes talking on uh, one of the shows and she really, she, gosh, she knows her stuff. And she she's so great about being able to provide you with coping skills and things to think about. But uh, gosh, just some, some great resources, guys. You really need to just take advantage of that. Or if you know someone who needs, you have a colleague who's in need of these things, it's, it's there. It just needs to be made available or, or known to them. But again, Susan, thank you for your time. Thank you for volunteering for all that you do and uh, just uh, making our, our state bar just a little bit better. Glad to help in all, any way that I can. Enjoy talking with you. I, I have as, as well. And guys, as we do each Tuesday, Nomberg Law Live is at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific. We do these each Tuesday. So thank you for watching us live or, or if you catch us on replay. But just continue to be safe out there. And we will catch you again next week. Y'all take care. <laughs>